Moved Studio exclusively presents a podcast that'll teach you how to show up bold in every area of your life. And now here's your host for Bold, Maria and Meryl. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Bold Podcast. I am Maria Weiler, and I get the pleasure of sitting here with the one and only Meryl Wilson. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? We are so excited to start this, and we just wanted to, I guess, yeah, this is our pilot episode, tell you a little bit about who we are, what we're doing, what's going on with this. So welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. It makes, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to start off with a story, but go ahead. All right. Because you know how I like my, yep. I like my rules. And um, <laughs> Meryl, we'll start Just off with as some you get to know us. Meryl loves a good rule and uh, a good rule to follow. I so like, I like guidelines. <laughs> I like structure. <laughs> if it's not structured, she won't be there. Nope. I re- <laughs> sure won't. <laughs> All right. Well, so just for some housekeeping about our podcast, um, and I'm including this so that in the future, if you have listened to these episodes out of order, which is perfectly fine to do, um, but if you, dear listener, happen to take issue with anything that is said and before you feel compelled to fire off an email because you took offense to something said, we'll point you to this episode and encourage anyone to at the very least listen to the first few minutes of this episode so that we are so that we're all clear on uh, who we are, what we're about with this podcast and our intention. Um, and if you still feel like firing off an email or commenting on any of our socials, well, by all means, go, go ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> go right ahead. Um, but uh, something about our podcast is um, we, we kind of just wanted to tell people like who we are and who we are not. And I think it's important to talk about who we are not first. And, you know, much to our disappointment, we're not perfect. Uh, We don't know it all and we'll never claim to know it all, even though sometimes I will personally act like I I can super act like I do, but I really don't. And I know that in my heart of hearts, (laughs) I know I don't know it all. I sure don't. Um, But the topics discussed are uh, discussed with past and current uh, personal experiences in mind, Um, you know, we won't get everything right on this podcast. We're going to misunderstand things. Uh, we're not here to make everyone feel good. Um, we're also not here to affirm someone's lifestyle or their choices. Uh, we're not going to say things that everyone agrees with and we're not going to try and please everyone. Um, but on the positive side, this is starting out great. Uh, Yeah. Just hammering it down. (laughs) On the positive side, though, like who we are, like we would just want our heart to come across and who we are, why we're doing this. Um, And we say those things that we aren't those things, because as we learn and we grow in life, like our opinions and our different things can change. But this is perspectives can change as we study scripture. um, We are completely everything that we want to do is rooted in our faith. And as that grows and change, like, oh, my perspective could change on something. So as we're going through this, we really just would love um, for you to extend grace as you go through your life journey too. And we just kind of want to bring you along for the ride with ours. Yeah. Our hope is to um, reach others with a different perspective. Um, and hopefully that will spur you on to, you know, 
healing, a different kind of understanding, whatever, whatever you want to get from this, you can get whatever you want from it. (laughs) Um, But ultimately, uh, we both serve um, an audience of one, and that's Jesus. And bringing honor and glory to his name is what matters most to us. So with all of that being said, let's get to the fun part. Let's get to the fun part. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Let's let's I do love fun. Let's go. Let's um Meryl, question for you. Oh wow, all right. Well um and just so people know, Meryl and I go way back. Mm-hmm. Way, way back. We many were moons. many moons ago. We are from a small town in from Winterset, Iowa. Um she said it. I did say it. Okay. It's out there. <laughs> go Huskies. Um WHS. Yeah. Yes. Meryl should have finished that. She was a cheerleader <laughs> for winter set. Um, I kind of said it in a cadence of a cheer, but she didn't pick that up. Y E S. Can you spell aggressive? <laughs> yeah. B E aggressive. B E A G G R E S S I V E. Okay. That's no more of that. All I'm saying is that's out there now. Great. Meryl knew how to spell then and she still knows how to spell now. Turns out. Turns out. Um, so <laughs> we grew up literally um, a few blocks from one another yeah. in Winterset. Everything is literally half mile blocks, not even. Yeah. So like maybe like three blocks from each other, four blocks. Yeah. You lived um, by the elementary school. Yeah. And you lived by like across from some of our friends. Yeah. I used to live in a, it was like a rundown apartment like multi-unit home at first. And then my parents bought it and completely gutted it and renovated it and turned it back into a house. Did they really? Mm-hmm. Was it an apartment? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> what did you learn? The things you think you know about. Did you ever you come up? inside when you came over? <laughs> I did. Yeah. I, yeah, that's well, yeah, blowing I my mind. Didn't, I suppose you didn't see it before, like while we were tearing everything apart like i saw it when it was like lived in with your family yeah but anyways moving on moving on so uh meryl and i grew up together and um yeah we were childhood friends and then kind of when we got into school i'm a little bit older um just a year just a year so crazy (laughs) 38's creeping up quick um (laughs) sheesh um i'm 37 in case anybody wants to know but um single too single too let's go (laughs) (laughs) let's go um for all you hot fellas out there but um what uh okay anyways i was gonna say something but i'm just gonna wait on onward for that that's way to start out um but so grew up um kind of grew up together when we were little kids and then parted ways yeah pretty much it was like high school so Maria hung out with other athletes and what I would classify as probably more of like the well-behaved girls. Well, I mean, they were in front of adults. They were well-behaved. Um, I appeared to be well-behaved. <laughs> but Remix. <laughs> I sort of ran with a different crowd. Um, we both grew up in church. Mm-hmm. Um, we both... Uh, one of us took it more seriously than the other. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah. It's about- as, as we continue through this podcast, you will learn who did and who did not. Although yeah, does not mean lived a perfect life by any means. Um, like we said in the beginning, one of the things we are not is perfect. And yeah. speaking that makes me just think my uh, counselor one time, I see a counselor and he's wonderful and you guys will hear from him later on. 
But um, I remember one time he spun his chair around and he looked at me just super serious. And he was just like, Maria, you can't be perfect and you'll die trying. And I just was like, and I was like, I know I was like, first off, his name's Philip. I was like, first off, Philip. You're right. But I was like, secondly, do you have to say it like that? Don't come for Don't her. Don't come for me, Philip. Anyway, so. Yep. But yeah. Maria, what's your family like? What's what's the dynamic going on? You got siblings. Yeah. So I have um my siblings, it's just my brother and I. So I have an older brother. Um, he was I was a one of the funniest, kindest people you will ever meet. And then he's married to his wonderful wife, Jenna. And they are currently getting ready to go trek around the world. Um, they're just so cool. I know, so, so cool. So they are world travelers. And um, my brother is brilliant. Uh, it was always kind of one of those things. He was always so, so much. He, he, in my, he doesn't say that he's that much smarter than me, but he is like I like genius. And then, um, yeah, it's just the two of us. And then my mom and my dad. So my dad um, was a teacher growing up. He was my teacher and my coach for pretty much my whole life. He was uh, my sixth grade math teacher. He was Meryl's sixth grade math teacher. He was my sixth grade math teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was interesting. I remember always being like, do I call you dad or nothing? Mr. Or do I call you Mr. Weiler? <laughs> um, what do I do? And so I think I just raised my hand a lot. And I was like, hey, can you help me? <laughs> I'll never forget when I, the first day of class, um, I think, I think we just arrived and kind of sat wherever we wanted until he decided what the um, seating chart was going to be. And I don't recall what it was that I did, but I know that I definitely earned myself a seat that was directly in front of his desk, separate from all of the other students. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, Wilson, you're going to be right over here. I was like, oh, okay. Um, that's that's great. Were you, uh, I was a bit of a talker. <laughs> I was a bit of a talker and that was kind of like, that was an issue sometimes. I was going to say, were you into your extracurricular activities at that point? Sixth grade. So no. Well, I don't, I don't know. I had not been corrupted at that point. No. Okay. We were, I mean, we just, at that point in time, we had not been like, yeah, we weren't super, super close, close to friends, then. but just yeah. as kids, we were, we knew who we were, who the other yeah. person was, but yeah. Yeah. What was your family like, Meryl? A little different? Yeah, a a lot different. Um, I am one of six kids. I came fifth in line. Um, I have two brothers, three sisters, um, my parents. My mom's a nurse, a labor and delivery nurse. And then my dad, my dad, his like official job was called like, he was like a field engineer for Kodak. Rip. R.I.P. Kodak. <laughs> Thank you for your colorful film. Yeah. So what was funny about um, my dad when I was younger was like every morning he had to call in and give a serial number or his like employee ID number and then pretty much find out where he had to go work that day. So his office was basically like in a company van. I was like, you're a spy, aren't you? Like <laughs> you work for the government. And he always laughed about it, but he'd be like, no, I am a... Like he works on like industrial grade, like printers and things like that. Have you asked him that lately? No, I don't think he, he'd just laugh. Who knows? Spies laugh. Yeah, they do. Have you seen the movies? <laughs> I've seen a few movies seen in a my few. day. Yeah. So, um, 
I guess the only other thing that I will note is like my oldest sibling is 11 or 12 years older than me. So there's it's a pretty big difference. Yeah, there's a big difference. So there's definitely a, a distinction between the first three siblings and the second batch. I don't know. We're just, it was like we were kind of raised differently. You said that batch like cookies in an oven. Like the first batch <laughs> came out one way. The second batch came out. Well, we the kind other. of, well, it's kind, we of, kind of interesting. Of, yeah. We kind of were a batch because my brother's two years older than me. And then I'm 18 months older than my younger sister. So you guys so. were a lot closer. I mean, like yeah. just closer typically. Yeah. The three of us are, we're pretty close. Yeah. But then let's see the number. The Anyway, it's okay. We're, most of us are pretty tight. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, and one of the things on this podcast, um, it is so much of it, like Meryl had mentioned earlier, is like we are super centered around our faith. And we just want to take a look at how do we address really hard discussions and really hard topics in life? Because sometimes even just growing up, um, one of our questions we're going to talk about here in the next just couple minutes is like, what was our church experience like growing up? And sometimes, especially um, child of the 80s, 85, baby, um, 86, baby, 85. Uh, yeah, I'm thankful I was born in 85 because I like I was going to say, I know it's not an even number, but like it's a five, you know, so it's like nice and it's not even, but it's a good number. You got to do whatever you got to do to reconcile yourself with that. Go ahead. I like five. Mm -hmm. My favorite number though, however, would be three, whatever that's worth. It's It's a magic number. I always wanted it on a uniform, but I am six foot tall and not a little lady and anything in women's athletics, the tinier you were, the smaller your number. So I was number 50 and 51 in basketball. So whatever that's worth for you. Anywho. So going, going on, we, uh, like we want to talk about like how our faith shapes the world and how can like Jesus just really, really help us. And the goal of this is to, if we can just introduce you to a different idea of Jesus and help bring you into a better relationship with him, like days made. It's not our job to try to fix or do anything, but we just want to hopefully share what he's done in our life and bring you um, like maybe yeah, different challenge of perspective. Um, so Meryl, what would you say, like at what age did you become a believer and what was your church experience like growing up? I became a believer. Let's see. I was, I think I was like 10, 10 or 11 years old and I got baptized at the age of 11. Um, and then pretty much after that, I <laughs> lived my life completely opposite of what I was supposed to. Um, I think I, first time I got drunk, I was like 14 and I was like 14 when I had my first cigarette and like, I just like partied and stuff. But because I had older siblings, it was like, I just observed them and some of them would get in trouble. Some of them got in trouble a lot and some not, so not much. as much, but other, another one like just gotten different kinds of trouble. And so <laughs> I was like, Oh, I'm just going to watch all of this. I'm going to do my best to like fly under the radar. So that's what I did. And, um, yeah, it worked out pretty well, I guess, if you want to hide things from your family. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, you my, were the spy. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, pretty much it was like the, the standard or the expectation in our home was like, your butt is in church on Sunday. 
you're going to Sunday school and you're going to youth group on Wednesdays. And so as long as I was able to do that, my parents were pretty much like, you know, Mm -hmm. they were, they, they trusted me. I think they trusted me a little too much. They always said I was like pretty level headed kid and you know, (laughs) but there was a lot. Sorry, mom and dad, these episodes, you're going to find out a lot about your daughter, (laughs) but that's okay. Is there anything that like growing up like, or, um, that you have like, Oh, okay. I'm tongue tied. But is there anything that growing up because of your church experience, like that you used to believe, but that you don't necessarily believe now after having some life experience and like going and growing through church. And this is not like to shame, like to shame your old church or church by any means, but is there something like that you can say like, Hey, life has taught me this. This is what I now like. This is what Jesus is like the reality he's shown me now. Yeah. Um, I think that just because of certain things that like my family went through, you know, that we can kind of dig into later on. Um, just having like I had in the nineties, I was like, what, nine years old when I became an auntie for the first time, like my sister got pregnant at 15 and in a small farm town in Iowa in the nineties, that was like a pretty scandalous ordeal where it's more commonplace these days. Um, but it was a pretty big deal. And, um, just, that. And then I had, you know, some other siblings get into some trouble and, um, that just sort of like, I don't know. It was like church is the last place that you want to think that anybody's going to be judgmental, but it was kind of like the only like familial social experience I had was like where my whole family was going mm-hmm. to this thing. And, um, you could just tell, like it was just clicky and it was, I mean, I felt that at school too, where it was like every time I entered a new grade and they'd be like, you know, doing roll call or whatever. And they're like, Wilson. And I'm like, and they're like any relation to, you know, your siblings or whatever. And I'd be like, yeah, that's my older sister. Mm-hmm. Or that's my older brother or whatever. And they'd be like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened in church where it was just kind of like, mm, Oh, you're one of the Wilson kids. And like, I don't, I didn't really totally understand that until much later. And then it was kind of like, wow, we had some like really self-righteous people at my church, but, um, I'm glad to be in a church that doesn't, you know, it doesn't appear to be that way and church doesn't have to be that way. And so that's been a really cool experience in my adult life is to find a church that, um, has definitely like disproved all of those things that I thought about church growing up. Yeah, that's so. awesome. It just reminds me of how like scripture talks about like seek and you will find, knock and the door will be mm-hmm. open to you. And so it's like if you have that genuine search and that genuine longing for like Jesus, I want to know you, like he's going to show it to you and he's going right. to heal it no matter what it is. It might not look like it comes in the way that you think it's going to, but like it just popped in my head of like you've just genuinely been seeking and finding and like how even even in the midst of all the things to heal, like he's healing that, like mm-hmm. that little piece, even from your childhood too. Right. So and you had a different, you had yeah, quite a different my experience. You went was, to a different church. Went to I a different did. church. Um, my childhood experience was a bit different. Uh, I, gosh, yeah, I, okay, true confession. I oftentimes did serve in the kids ministry because I didn't want to sit in big church because oh. I know. Well, I mean, it was easy to fall asleep in there. I know. those <laughs> They had the cushy chairs and like, what was I supposed to do? And, uh, but yeah, I played, I started playing drums because I loved Zach Hansen. I was going to marry him. And um, so I started playing she drums. did not just say that. I did. <laughs> He's married. So clearly that didn't happen. And um, it's whatever. But I had this whole theory. 
true confession that he was left. This is going to sound like I'm a creeper and I kind of was. Well, we're already here. We're already here. Um, He was left-handed and I'm right-handed. So I had this whole theory that when we got married, we could walk down the red carpet and hold hands and sign autographs at the same time and never have to let go of holding hands. Oh my gosh. (laughs) He's the reason why I started playing drums. I wish I had like a better answer, but I was like, I just loved him. I mean, I thought I loved that Hansen. I thought that Justin Timberlake was going to fall in love with me as long as he just met me and saw me. So here You're we right are. There. Here we are. <laughs> oh, for both of you, know, I was going to be like, here we are, divorced and thirty, but we're both divorced, um, and so, we're over thirty, and we're over thirty. <laughs> so that's our life. We're going to get into that later. Yeah, but um, yeah. So played drums for our worship team as long as I can remember. Super involved in youth, and um, I played with my dad. My dad was on the worship team too. Uh, so that was always really, really fun. He plays bass guitar. I mean, play bass guitar, regular mm-hmm. guitar, any mm-hmm. kind of guitar he can play. Nice. Um, he used to have a one-man band where he played the banjo and guitar back in the day. Um, and then, yeah, he plays keys too. He's one of those who can just sit down and play. Ugh. Yeah. I'm always so jealous of people like that. Yeah, it makes me sick. He can pick up anything by ear. And I did not get that gift. But yeah, yeah so played drums throughout. And then, um, yeah, just super involved in youth group, youth leader, kind of the opposite of Meryl. But that's a, it's a right. But that was just the life I lived. I always loved Jesus and um, wanted to really try to live a life for him. Uh, not always having done it perfect, but that was really truly a heart's desire, um, mm-hmm. even, even in high school and even kind of, on the other side of not always feeling like the, like I had really great friends, but not always feeling that belonging of like, mm, yeah, kind of still on the outskirts just because of faith. But that's a little bit about that. But the crazy thing is how Meryl and I reconnected. So after, oh, yeah. after a load of this guys, pull up your pants. Oh, I, <laughs> I was like, pull up your pants, but that's not, <laughs> I meant to say like, Put it in park. Buckle up. Buckle up. That's what that I was going to say. Not pull up your pants. We are not editing that out, by the way. Because <laughs> it's just got to stay. <laughs> Buckle up. All right. And I was thinking, like, you put to buck. Anyways, yep. here's how we reconnected. So, we, um, at the time, my, my ex-husband and I were living in Florida. And, um, sorry, just pull up your pants. I hope you aren't listening to this with your pants down. <laughs> But if you are, pull them up, please. All right. Onward. Let's move on. Okay. So my ex-husband and I were living in um, Florida at the time, and um, we were getting ready to come up to Kansas City to start a church or help start a church. We weren't the ones starting it. Yeah. And um, I post something, posted something on Facebook, and it literally the last time I probably saw Meryl was like my last day of my senior year of high school. Yeah, probably. I mean, really, really typically, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I, she had sent me a message was like, Hey, I'm in Kansas city. Would love to connect. Um, kind of wanting to get back into church and like, would love to come to one of your interest meetings. And so I was like, yeah, that'd be great. I haven't seen you in what, 20 years. Yeah. It'd been a really long, been a really long time. And so caught up and then Meryl was at one of our interest meetings and I don't know, it was just kind of definitely a God thing. And um, a few years later, I went through my divorce. Little did we know we were kind of going through the exact same thing at the exact same time mm-hmm. until afterwards. And, um, just kind of one of those cool things where God knows so much more of what you need before you even need it. And that you even realize is going on. 
And yeah, so we kind of just reconnected because we uh, hopped up here to help start a church and Meryl was trying to get back into church. And yeah, what do you know? Yeah, that was a solo endeavor too. I was trying to think about, um, I mean, I was living with my ex-husband. We were dating at the time, so we were living in sin, as they say, in a house. And um, I don't know, I just felt like, I mean, I'd been in Kansas City for probably around five years at that point, and I was just like, man, I really need to like, something just feels off. I just, I feel like I need to get my butt into church again. And I never thought I would ever say that or think that. I was just like, just kept feeling this tug, like you need to be looking for a church. And I probably mulled that over for like a good year or two before I even and then I saw your post on Facebook. Like it it was at least like a year where I was like, man, I really need to go into church. But I mean, I was in Kansas City. I was working a ton with the job that I had when I moved here. Like I was working anywhere from 60 to 80 hour work weeks. So it was just really difficult Sheesh. to even try and get to church. Yeah. Um, but also it's like when you're in a new city and you don't know it very well because you live at work and you don't have a ton of friends or like maybe you know three people in the city and then like to just try and embark on like a church search on your own where you're like, um, yeah, I haven't been to church since like high school and here I am like 25 years old and I have like no idea where to start or anything like that. So, um, but yeah, and then that's, and then that's when I saw your post come up and I was like, I think I really need to check this out. I mean, at least I know that you at least know one person. Yeah. I was like, I knew that you went to a different church than me when we were growing up. And I was like, but I know she's not like loony or at least she hasn't like gone crazy as nice. far as I know. I did it. So yeah. that's what, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, just keep a, listening guys. Maybe you'll think different. No, yeah, maybe just a little bonus to that was what was funny is that the first interest meeting that was held, I showed up to, and I was the only person there yeah, we mistakenly group. put it when the royals were winning like playing in the world series and i didn't even care about the game i was just like i need like i really need jesus <laughs> and so i was like i'm just gonna go to this coffee shop and you know just i, I thought for sure i was gonna be like sitting in a corner like quiet and not just more like observing then it was like you're the only person anything you want to ask us and, and I was she like, drilled us I was like, you guys going to make me drink Kool-Aid or, um, but then you had great questions. You just asked a ton of really, really good questions. I don't even remember them. I remember you asking questions. I remember being like, wow, she's really smart. I didn't even think of these. I just told you the homie spirit was really working because I have no idea. I don't remember. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's a little bit about how we kind of reconnected and now we're here. So a few years later, we just kind of, um, we started doing a women's group through church and which we'll kind of get into as, as it goes, but yeah, we're here and we want to, we want to do this podcast and talk about life. Yeah. And one of the drives behind this podcast was, um, kind of what we've discussed already, but just like more specifically, like there was, I, I had been approached by another gal in our church. Shout out to Kristen Spencer. She's amazing. Yeah, Kristen. And she had texted me and was just like, Hey, I think we should, um, have a women's group where we're just kind of talking about, you know, let's just talk about whatever. Let's talk about random stuff. And I was like, hey, why, let's talk about stuff that nobody wants to talk about. And she's like, ooh, like we're spilling tea. And I was like, yes, let's do that. And she was kind of like, yeah, that sounds great. 
And so the idea for our women's group just kind of came from that where I was like, what's stuff that we can talk about that we either don't remember hearing about when we were growing up in church or um, if you don't have a church experience, like what's stuff that you would think that they would not discuss at church and then let's talk about it. And then, um, you know, just as you've been leading this group with me for three seasons now, and we've just been feeling the tug to start a podcast. So to kind of dig more into stuff and to reach more people. So yeah, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. That's us. That's us. That's us in a nutshell. So we'll just kind of with that, thanks for hopping on for our pilot episode. We are going to get into so much more. We're going to talk about crazy topics. We're going to have my counselor that I just messaged is going to hop on one of our episodes with us. Yeah. Yeah. So super excited about that. And we just want to dig into life and Jesus together. Yeah. Well, be sure to check out our website at www.boldco.studio where you can learn more about us or stream episodes if you don't have a preferred flat platform 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 that you use already um you can email us with your thoughts questions or comments or if there's a topic you'd like for us to discuss shoot us an email at info at boldco.studio and be sure to like us and rate us on whatever streaming platform you found us on and finally give us a follow on twitter at bold bold women co and then we're on instagram at boldwomen.podcast that's us that's us that's us thank you guys so much we will see you next week peace this podcast is brought to you by meryl wilson and maria weiler and is produced by moved a creative studio for more information please visit www.boldco.studio studio.